Good evening, Endless Runners. Welcome back for episode 172 of your Endless Runners podcast. We do what we want and we appreciate your support. My name is Chris, and I'm just a mostly peaceful dad from North Texas and one of your hosts for this evening. I'm joined by some other hosts. It's Quana. How you doing? I want to have like a an opening like that, like mostly... Mostly, mostly soggy. Should I, I? Yeah, I need to freshen yours up. A mostly bit. crazy. <laughs> mostly <laughs> feral. <laughs> Part, mostly crazy. Partially sane. You know, it's a soggy mom in a crunchy we'll mom's world. We're workshop it. We'll workshop it. Well, happy Friday. I missed you guys. Yeah, you too. Be back. And it's man with the plan to freshen that up too. It's mall man. What's going on, man? What are you? What are you out in the in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, man, I'm taking in this aurora borealis nice, for getting it. that fresh yeah. air. Yeah, Beautiful. the fresh, the freshest of air. Man, this is uh, this is quite the timing we have here in this podcast. That I don't need. Is that where they are? aurora borealis? That's a. It's viewable yeah. from there, if I if I recall. I'm not sure if it's viewable all the time, but I'm sure they have their moments. But yeah, speaking Texas? of, uh, we were just talking about. I don't know. We were just talking about the. I'm in Texas. I can see it. So yeah, okay. <laughs> we're just talking about uh, the psychedelics being on sale at Seven Elevens or wherever. Head shops. And uh, I just want to say this is something I thought about. So we we haven't spun in a couple of weeks, but some things have happened in the last two weeks. Oh boy! Uh, I was going to say Happy Friday to every everyone out there who isn't uh, eating mushrooms and then trying to take down a jet airliner. Oh, you see that story. <laughs> And it's then it's just gone. Like so many major things happen every day. Did you day. see that? Like, yes. I mean, it has to go. Yes. Those stories have those stories have to go away because eventually, in like the third paragraph, they tell you that oh, the the mushrooms he bought were just on sale at the CVS. You know? Oh wow! Like we're at the we're at the end cap at the grocery store. So this dude was just uh, apparently was, was he a, on a heroic dose of these mushrooms that he had purchased? Is that what it was? In his mind, I, yes. In I'm his like, mind, fuck yes. it, I'm gonna go all the way. If I'm gonna go on a plane, I, I need to be like really calm. Instead, he's like, I'm seeing past everything and I'm not fine. Well, he was an off-duty airline pilot who apparently his was the perfect guy, loving father, but suffered from depression and he was afraid to tell the airline company because he'd get grounded, he wouldn't be able to pay his mortgage. So he decided to start taking some some micro uh, microdosing some mushrooms. Okay. And then flash forward to he's in the cockpit trying to uh, shut down engines and do a nosedive into the ground with the 83 souls and uh, three animal souls on board. That's not cool, man. That'll totally harsh anyone's mouth. It's not cool. And it's like, man, this freedom thing. (laughs) I really like it. I really like like the freedom. But y'all need to stop trying to. the 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 people up in the sky there's some weird shit going on with those people yeah it's like they're cousins to nurses drug addiction they don't they only test them randomly like you'll be walking off of a flight and i mean and and turns out you can travel with warm urine when you're a flight attendant because they don't tsa you so you can just go in and pee warm urine like there's all kinds of jacked up I think they have... that are traveling with warm urine. I'm telling you right now that I I have a a flight attendant that I've been friends with for a million years, and she's been in the air for 50 years. 
Burn maybe Don't burn her then. Don't say anything else. I'm just saying she there are women in the air that bring warm urine, warm, clean urine because they're on drugs like they want to take Xanax and they want to take whatever. And like there's all these rules like there's a ton of rules. So they all travel with like warm, clean urine. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I had a, I had a friend, friends that, uh, uh, friend and his name, his wife was a nurse and she said that they had like, they just had the best drugs. Yeah. Well. Like apparently nurses are just, you know, got all, got access to everything. Rich with drugs. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Now it makes me think like, I'm thinking in more detail, like, Cause they're the, are they the ones like, are they the ones like emptying out pockets and stuff like that at the, in the ER? Yeah, definitely. There was, but, there was a story about the- after, after they legalized marijuana in Colorado, I remember seeing this story about dudes at that had their job was cleaning out the cars at the rental, at the rental car drop off at the airport in, in Denver. <laughs> And they were just scoring left and right because every car that came back to the you know drop off had like you know because they couldn't travel back so they would just leave stuff in the glove compartment leave their ba- you know weed whatever just in the cars so yeah, it's just funny I thought it was a perk it was a perk it was a short perk for those those fellas. <laughs> that's what you want to call it <laughs> I would have called yeah. it that and, yeah if I was yeah. like yeah. Own cars I've been like this is this is. Christmas in July. This is awesome. <laughs> Can't wait till another trade show comes around. <laughs> nurses convention. Yeah, exactly. Pilots like, convention. Yeah, the nurses and the pilots are in town this weekend. It's going to be, we're going to get whacked out of our minds. And it's not by coincidence. Crank, baby. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> what else is going on in the last, uh, yeah. We haven't spun for a couple of weeks, but yeah, just crazy stuff. Just the world is continue uh, continuing its downward spiral. Yeah. Uh, don't be uh, so hyperbolic, Christopher. I'm not even being hyperbolic. It's like it's just that's just the way it's going. Mm. So many things, right? Circling the drain, and it kind of needs to. You know, you need to flush the toilet every now and then, don't you? We have a new speaker of the house. I mean, oh, that's that something, right? <laughs> that player. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about yeah. him. I don't either. Uh, I really don't like know about the government. Character, at all. Right? It's like it doesn't feel real. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. It is kind of getting to the point where it's like you're on the 18th season of some generic sitcom, and it, they replace a character, and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him t- on my TikTok before. There's lots of articles <laughs> written. Just- you know, there's tons of articles written. Yeah. A lot of videos, a lot of interviews, but it's like, you know, really, no one really gives a shit. Yeah. And his name's Mike Johnson, too. It's like, all right. This yeah. blandest name ever. That's not, okay. Exactly. You know, it's not Xander, you know, Gudenfly or anything like that. It's just Mike <laughs> Johnson. Like, we're not even going to, we're not even going to, like, go past two syllables anymore. I'm not even trying. Well, I appreciate it, you know, because it's like, you know, if you are going to just fake everything, why... Why make it more than one or two syllables? <laughs> if we're going to be in a movie, like make the don't names make, yeah, memorable. Don't, don't make the spelling hard. Just use like basic colors. Like, you know, it's like Reservoir Dogs. Like everybody's just like Mr. Just like make the Secretary of State Mr. Pink. <laughs> you know, the next president yes. should be Mr. Mr. Green, you know, like Secretary of Defense be Mr. Brown, you know, just like just 
simplify simplify it for us, please. Please, 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 please. Mm. Uh, yeah. So locally, everything's uh, fine. Uh, lo- <laughs> globally, yeah, man, are you sure? Because I yeah, did man, we had team that, pictures like- tonight. Team pictures tonight for football play- first playoff games tomorrow morning. It's, it's winter go home, baby. Okay, yeah. uh, they're defending champions. He's in the spirit. He's in the mood. He's feeling it locally. Everything's good, you know. Just got to not turn on the devices. That's when everything. I was gets gonna bad. say, are you not affected by the border with they're like using forklifts to lift razor wire? Well, not, not I, affecting I, your community yet. Well, well, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it's not. Okay, I, I, I live in the. I do believe you know. I don't live in the best place in the country, but I do live in like a very. It's decent. If you thought about like what kind of places in the United States are just protected, like what kind of places are just guaranteed success, like no one lets criminals out. There's no one like letting drug addicts out on the streets. There's no homeless problems. Like there's growth. There's guaranteed growth. There's just just every schools are good. Like Utah and Texas. So I really, it's like, it's really like um, (laughs) Montana. No, it's a little bit. I don't think it's step pretty. It's like I just live among amongst the 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 like the middle class, the boot, the not the, like not like the middle class, just, not not like the middle class, like steel workers and they're kind of like blue. No, like the just the bourgeoisie that are just like buying stuff nonstop and like there's just like I'm just surrounded by people that are just buying stuff nonstop and like financing things nonstop and just just doing home improvements nonstop. And it's like, that's a protected class right now. Yeah. So it's like, nothing's going to let like homeless swarms. And like, there's not going to be a, like there's kids, there there are random fentanyl deaths around here, but like there's, you're not going to have like trank neighborhoods where like, there's like, like downtown Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Right. So I realized like I live in like a really weird place where, Things are just really good. But I know like you don't have to go very far from where I am, like less than a hundred miles, maybe. You yeah. Know, to like where things are really kind of bad, really bad. Yeah. Like where the odds are really stacked against people. And I don't really look at that as like right or wrong. I just, I just look at it. Like, that's the way it is. Like that's the way it's always been. Yeah. So we were talking about that in the in the happy hour. I was kind of getting ready to talk about like the normalcy bias where we think like because we live in 2023 and we have iPhones that make sense and they like figure out things and do, you know, like figure out what we like and just hasn't always been that way. Things are like the normal human experience. Uh, we've said, I think we've talked about this before. It's like it's, right. people are at each other's throats. People yeah. are afraid. They don't have food security. Like food insecurity is normal. Like we've convinced ourselves it's not, and we gotta like, you know, like we can't handle it. Well, we live in a society where it's not. Like the the majority of our waste is like produce. Like people just they're so wasteful. They buy more than they need, and it's just it's wild. Like I definitely grew up standing in line for food. The church fed my house so many times, and. Like, I can't even, like, I'm guilty. Like, there are things that get thrown away. I try and, like, 
pick apart everything. Like I try and use the whole hog, if you will, but you're using every uh, part of the buffalo, as your people would say. I yeah, I, I do. Like... I mean, I roasted a chicken today that I'm going to use to make stock to make a chicken soup tomorrow. Like I was shuffling around doing shit this morning to try and get that ready to make soup tomorrow. Like yes, I grew yes. up in a weird like yeah I'm, like so my grandmother had some health issues. She was married. Um, my grandfather, you know, just great American, worked hard. Uh, served at some point, you know, just salt of the earth, passed away. My grandmother just, you know, she was just a stay at home wife to him. But at some point, yeah, like she just, she just like was living off the state, like living off social security and like supplements and like just getting like kind of living like that. Mm-hmm. But, and then on the other hand, like I had my dad was like, you know, refugee from North Korea that had like a basement stocked full of canned goods. Like just like was like obsessed, yeah. was obsessed with uh, you know, buying in bulk and like storing things that lasted a long time because he, you know, like his early life was like I might starve, like right. I might starve next week. Like yeah. my parents keep my parents seem to be really worried about us starving. Like, right. You know, so like it was just a. It's a healthy fear. It's a strange, like <laughs> it's a strange. Uh, I don't know dichotomy or just a strange juxtaposition or like extremes of one person came from something just really like kind of normal humanity for the last mm. couple thousand, like the the average humanity for the last few thousand years, and then one person grew up in kind of a, a city where it's like there were just people handing stuff out, like if you were like just handing out cheese and government cheese and butter and it's like you could just get I on still love you, government cheese like you could just get I on have... like another like live growing up in like a city a democratic run city a new deal city like post world war ii post new deal like where the government's just like giving you stuff all the time and like and our government had the ability to like keep borrowing money and like printing money to keep giving you stuff we're still doing that. that. What are you that. talking about? That's still happening. COVID I had, the thought, I had this crazy thought, which has a obviously obvious answer, which is not good. It's just all made up. Like we live in the matrix or like a fantasy world. But like, I just thought like, why are we printing a bunch of money to then give to Ukraine? Why doesn't Ukraine just print a lot of money to buy wet? It's like, oh, okay. There's stuff happening we're just living right in now. A, and I'm we're not- just living in a scam. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but there's stuff happening right now. Mr. Cooper is a lot of people's mortgage holdings and like their, their servers have been breached. So people aren't allowed to make their mortgage payments. Oh yeah. There's a weird, weird financial glitch. And uh, there's like some money, uh, like people who get automatic deposits for their paychecks. Hmm. Like some of the big banks aren't um, susceptible. Yeah. Yeah, like they're they're saying like sorry we can't uh distribute your payroll because XYZ we're having some problem whatever. And they're saying it's like the the Federal Reserve is having an issue. So I mean, I think and I don't know if a lot of people have noticed like their podcasts aren't loading right and maybe they're not on this server. I'm just saying like we all need to be prepared that shit's going to not like work. Like, have you noticed like an uptick of people saying that their shit hasn't uploaded? Like, I can't get my podcast. There's no. something going on. Like, it's there's. Oh, you haven't. No. <laughs> okay. 
people. Curious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nope. I think Chris was just wait. Are you talking about like their own personal, like their own shows that they record to upload, or like the shows? I that mean, they in listen the Adam to? Car- in the Adam Carolla group alone, people are saying, "Where's the show? It hasn't." Oh, loaded. I mean, in our I've group seen... message, there's been people saying that their podcasts aren't loading. Like, where's the podcast at? Like, things aren't working gotcha. normally, like the way that they normally do. And I think that as a society, we should probably get prepared for things are going to be offline or things aren't going to be working. Mm-hmm. things aren't going to be accessible and like i said the, about the being able to make your mortgage payment like that's weird my time right, so make a mortgage payment do you think that they're disrupting the mortgage portal processing payment whatever to uh to disrupt you know that that company's financial i think you know, that as at large we are all very reliant on things working like we wake up and we plug in and we have power and we have cable and we have internet and our all of our things are working yeah electricity and maybe well i mean not that extreme but if they shut off our ability to communicate on facebook or instagram like if our internet went down nationally right i wouldn't a lot of shit up we would never see each other again. This could be our last. I don't have your phone numbers Literally. memorized. You don't even have, you probably, you know, I don't know if you have even have a landline. I don't know your addresses. If like I did have right. like a, if yeah. I was able to, if, if I was able to, which I probably will be able to come. I just go helicopter. to Texas. Yeah. I go we'll to Texas to- and I'm like, <laughs> where's the guy with the bell peppers? He has a mullet. Yeah. His where's my bell pepper plug at? I, I think that it's important it- to imagine those types of scenarios. Yeah. Or. That's all I'm saying is that it's weird that I can't make my home my house payment because I am a Mr. Cooper customer. And like people who have payroll, like their shit's not going through because there's some like Federal Reserve problem. So it's weird. What's Mr. Cooper? Is that code for something? No, that's like a lot of mortgage companies. A lot of mortgage companies, like that is like the funnel where he like distributes the You're talking to you're telling me that. There's a financial institution. The guy in hang with Mr. Cooper mm-hmm. controls Mark the world's finance. Yeah. Not he him. controls the world's finances. I thought that too. And I was like, you can't. Yeah. Because I no. thought it was Master P. <laughs> and I know yeah. for a fact that they're two different people. Well, I make my mortgage payment to Mr. Cooper. It's an app. It's like a whatever, right? Right. And when you logged in to make your payment this month, it's saying that they are under like a, um, they had maybe been hacked. And so they shut all systems down Mm. until they can figure out the breach, but you won't be charged any whatever. Like I haven't been able to make my mortgage payment. And on top of that, there are people saying that also they're not getting their direct deposits because there's Mm -hmm. something going on with the Federal Reserve. Well, I don't know about that. I heard you got to get on the X. I really. I don't know how to use it. Twitter. Jane, yeah, formerly Twitter to... X app. Like if you really want, like in like sci-fi movies, when they, when they have like the guy that's got the feed, like if you really want what's closest as possible to standing in the middle of the world and just having everybody just shout out their fucking stream of thought, you know, their like current thoughts or real thoughts. Whether they're crazy or sane or whatever, they're real thoughts. Like that's what 
that's what X is now. It's like, but do you have to be I saw, following like, those people? Er, no, not, not, not really. Not really. Okay. You will. But I think nowadays, like following people, you don't almost, you almost don't have to, because if you just start kind of interacting and looking at them, they'll, you'll, they'll show you more of them without you following okay. them. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely algorithm games going on, but like you just I'm see in real time and show you guys the weirdest. Every time I log into that app it is the I weirdest saw, experience of my life. I'm like, I don't understand it. Yeah. I Cause they're leave. trying to like get you to, yeah. I don't, but like I saw it in real time this morning, there was a, somebody I follow was like, Hey, I'm hearing that just like, just a weird, no one else was talking about it. It wasn't like a engagement farming type of thing. It was just like, Hey, I'm hearing my friends, like my white collar friends talk about how their paychecks didn't deposit this morning right like, and i was like oh that i was like okay that could be just a crackpot you know it could be a crackpot whatever nothing glitch but then it's like throughout the day it was like you'd see more of that and it's like oh okay and then then but then you see the official story come out there was like a glitch in like a, some processing system which i believe it so it's it's you don't there doesn't need to be a conspiracy theory necessarily to to believe that wow so much of our financial world depends on like one app yeah like no one, that's like my, one my piece point of software wasn't that there's like some big yeah. whatever my point is is that we all need to like understand that that is possible because people yeah. are saying like that their podcasts aren't uploading like that is the least of the things that you yeah, should if there's like, like one disgruntled at. like one disgruntled employee at adp you know, payrolls right. I could be like, just be like, begin World War Five. You know, like, right? We'll just skip. We'll just skip three and four and go right to five. The payroll wars. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, what would happen in a country? I don't care. You know, you can. It could be fucking Palestine. It could be uh, Turkey. It could be United States. Like where no one's direct deposit showed up. It'd be like, yeah, twenty four hours right? people rip, ripping people apart, <laughs> like. Hey, I heard this guy down the street, his direct deposit showed up. Let's get Let's him. Get, son of a bitch. <laughs> thinks he's better than us. I'm going to go to Lowe's and buy a pitchfork. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Fuck I'm going to make one. Them. I'm going to oh. make one. Let's get him. We'll get him next week. After I, It's going to take me a while. That yeah. time you're already like, hey, am I really that angry anymore? Oh, fuck it. Well, at least I got a, p- a pitchfork out of it. You will be because you're starving. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a movie. Um, there was a movie I saw that had a great impact on me. It was like, it was called Deep I Impact. Missed. It was. It was called uh, a movie that had a great impact on me. No, no it, was, uh, it was a movie with maybe Elizabeth Shue and like, yeah. One of the guys she from had Young a guy. lot of impacts on you. <laughs> okay, it's just a coincidence. All right, <laughs> but it was a movie where there's just a, 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 it was like less than zero or day day zero or something. It was very early in like the whole ATM. You know, it was like very early in the days where it's like everybody would just everybody was figuring out that you could just go to an ATM and never have to see a bank teller ever again. Right, yeah. like you could just. But it was a, uh, it was like a couple, and they live out, you know, just middle of wherever, just normal suburbs. But like the the grid goes down, <clears throat> and their kid is a diabetic, and their neighbor's kids is not a diabetic, running a fever, and they can't get Tylenol. 
And it's just like, and people start going after each other for Tylenol, not bullets, yeah. not guns, not no. food, a fever oh, reducer. No. We aspirin. saw it with toilet paper. We saw like a mini microcosm of it mm-hmm. in 2020 with toilet paper. Yeah, imagine paper. like not, imagine We're not, not okay. a dirty, not, just, and imagine like these are, this is what people will do to each other because they don't want to have a dirty butt. Because they don't want who because they don't want some with. swamp ass, you know, like they don't want, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. he uh, said to us, we were like, think oh, about you what they would do if saved. their kid is running a fever. Yeah, and anything. There's no urgent care, you know. Anything. Yeah, it's crazy. People do it's a lot, scary. and I'm talking like, not, you know, your neighbor a mile away, but your neighbor that you knew. Right across the street. Ours told us to our face. He said, he said, uh, we were like, oh, you guys got it. They have like a lot of provisions and stuff. And uh, my husband said, oh, we know we'll come if things go crazy, like jokingly. And he said, yeah, we'll see what you bring to the table. Like we live right across the street. He's like, well, yeah. the, you know, like what we were talking about before, like that, you know, <laughs> it's like, how well, ominous! What if, what if I bring about? Yeah. What if I? What if I bring a lot of numbers to the table? Like, uh-huh. like you can have a a good argument is only going to take get you so far in this world. Yeah, but yeah, we're all cavemen. It, I mean, at the end of the day, if it is, yeah, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, people like do. I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not because you see you see these things where people are not protective enough from of their kids because you see these things where there's dudes playing like high school sports against girls and like bashing oh them God. in the mouth with Did you see field hockey stuff. Oh. And like, that was so horrible. it's like, maybe we have lost that instinct where we should protect our kids. Cause I tweeted out something like, um, you know, if I was, if it was my daughter, I'd be looking for that kid's parents in the crowd. Oh, I got a bunch of like, you know, blah, 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 yeah. a bunch of like attention. But then I thought that's, that was stupid. That was a stupid thing to say, because it's like, the thing to do is to stop it from happening in the first place. Yeah. Like if your daughter has to quit, the whole team has to quit. If you're, they have yeah, to if you're already they have rea- to if you're reacting to it, it's like, you didn't, you failed. You failed months yeah. before when you should have been like, fuck mm-hmm. this. Not doing that. It's Quitting, not fair. Demanding res- resignations. And um, you make know, a like, separate league. If my daughter wants to play in that league, then let her go play in that league and no, let her like, like yeah, but, like if the dude it can't be like you just this you play yeah. girl sports and all of a sudden and I'm uh, the trans issue is close to my heart, so like I understand it, but I don't think that this is right. It's not fair. yeah, like I think uh, human suffering and like you know. Uh, mental I- illness or issues, whatever should be close to everyone's heart, but right. it shouldn't, it shouldn't like dictate public policy, you know, or it no. shouldn't um, like, yeah, there's a balance to compassion, I guess, like where you have to kind of balance like things. One of the, you know, one of the crazy pictures from that story is that the dude, the boy who's playing high school, girls field hockey there's a picture of all his teammates like his five or six of his teammates girls biological girls that are holding him up horizontal 
And they're all, they just had the, the biggest smiles on their faces. Well, and that's the thing. So here's the thing. I feel like obviously they don't, they don't realize a, what they don't realize. Like you fools. You don't know what you've done. They don't realize what they're giving up when they let this dude. Well, also they're happy because he's scoring goals. He's like the goal. He's like the County leader in goals. Hey, he's score. padding our stats. <laughs> what are we going to do? Are we going to argue a, about that? Hey man, if you're, you know, it's like they say, like you can hate a player, but like you secretly want them on your team. <laughs> you know, like that guy on the other team that's always causing troubles. Like you're just like, man, I really wish he was on my team. Like, I think that there are a couple. Like, obviously, every point has like different elements to it. Not a but sure, we are allowing kids to transition before they hit puberty. So if you transition before you hit puberty, you're not going to have. A chance. Right. And and your strengths are going to be different. Like, you're never going to develop boobs. You're never going to develop pecs. Like, uh, the male and different things, like, if we transition them young, which is, I think, what they're trying to promote. And I think that's why it's being pushed into the sports category because, like, you can't tell if someone transitions young enough, like, you could never, you could not tell, right? So, yeah, it's kind of it's it's go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I think for males transitioning to female, like the element of the testosterone is like just it's really hard to fight. Like I don't, they're just always going to be stronger. So I think in that aspect, you're going to have to make like some provisions because it's weird because they start thinking because you're right, and yes, they are always going to be stronger. So they start doing like, like a year ago, maybe a couple within the last couple of years, like the Olympic or some world sport ruled that we would no they would no longer allow biological males to compete in women's sports. Fine print. Unless you transition them even earlier. Right. Like at 10 or 11. And then right. now you're so seeing it's just all so, of these people, like they're pushing so perverted. back the date. It's yes. so perverted. So like now they just kind of, they kind of, they announced the game. So right. now they're like, now they've kind of forced these parents that are like the parents to 10 year olds. To do it earlier. To be like, if you want your kid to play sports in the league that he, you know, if you want your boy. To or to not place, fully become. Yeah, the if you thing want that they think yeah, that they're not. If you want your boy to be able to play, if you believe in this, because I mean, there's just so much, so much mental trauma and manipulation and just sorrow, like just, just this. These See, are not these are not things that are happening in like a well-adjusted scenario. These are things that are happening a lot amongst a lot of trauma and just pain. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore, but like, yeah, I just, think because this agenda is, I think because this agenda is being forced by big pharma because of all the money behind it, that there's a lot of, a lot of money. nuance buildings there's are being a lot built of nuance to like the layers of it. Trans has always existed. It existed with the native Americans. They called them two spirits. Trans has always existed. I think that because of the profitability 
with big pharma, we will see just like with the Sackler family and with the opioids, we will see that this is the next epidemic that they have pushed through because I think we're already seeing trans kids that have transitioned at an early age that are having regrets to what happened to their body. And I'm only saying this from an endometriosis standpoint, because one of the most horrible drugs that have ever been introduced into the world, in my opinion, is Lupron Depro. And that is what they're giving to kids at a very early age. And it literally eats your bones. It is like it, they yeah, gave they it to men with prostate cancer. Like they're not, they're like destroying children and it is a big pharma issue. So I think that like, it's so, it's so fucked up because they're trying to push this trans agenda on people to make people hate trans people. Trans people have always existed, but like, it's just like so much bigger because of the it is, amount of uh, money that they're getting paid to transition kids. Trans is that it, it has always existed. I wouldn't say it that way. I would say that, you know, like mental illness, chemical imbalances, like just different people have always existed. And a lot of that is like chemistry, you know, yeah. and just ra somewhat random, yeah. some random chemistry. And it's just like, that's always existed, but it's like, I understand body. I think when a society, like a when a society gets to the point where they begin to cater to all of these things, instead yes. of trying to fix them or being like, Oh, what's the, that's when it all falls apart. You so can't I think cater like, to everyone's crazy that's though. Like there's so much I think so that's why crazy. we're in like, you know, when people say we're in, what uh, what is it like late stage empire something which who knows it could take another couple hundred years to crumble it could take 20 years who knows but it's like that's very true like we've become well i say we like america you know the united states because i don't think in other parts of the country they're worried about the things that we're worried about they're still worried about Actual things that need worrying. Yeah. Food, food then, next, food next week. Like, is my kid going to survive this malaria bout? You know, like, like where are our mosquito nets going to come from? You know, so is, the, is the is the helicopter going to come and drop off all the mosquito nets next week? They're like in our own country. Food. Are we going to be able to have eggs this week? Like, yes, they're not thinking about the trans issue. They're thinking about how can they feed their own kids in our own yeah. country. They don't have to go to a malaria stricken country. I'm not There's happy plenty about of people here that are struggling. You know, I'm very unhappy about what's happening in our country. Of course, I do think that we need to get back to our roots of American ingenuity, uh, rebelliousness, you know, like thinking outside the box, just being different, exploring is like, cause I think a lot of America's problems are based on everybody's trying to live like the people in the commercials. Or like the people they know on Facebook from high school. They've been too, are, the programming has been too successful. Is what you're trying, the, the people you knew from high school, they're trying to live like commercials. So you feel like, well, geez, am I not, I'm not living like that commercial. Like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not on Crotruda and, you know, at a concert yeah. with my girlfriends, oh, yeah. up, which I don't even know what it is, you know, like suffering from some unknown illness, like living, having the time of my life. Right. That's you know, like, so, but. Because I, I don't know, but thinking a lot about the whole all the Gen Z videos, even generation of the millennials, like about how can't buy a house. It's like start thinking outside the box. Like there's like um squat in someone's house it, instead. No, like there's things like you can get like a 
a little mini home, like a starter home. Like you could like, there's communities that are growing out there that are far away. Like you need to have a room, like a remote job, I guess. I don't know, but there's so many, there's just jobs. different, there's different alter, alternative lifestyles, alternative ways to live. But if, if yes, if you are 25 years old and your goal is to live like the lady is living in the Keytruda Pfizer commercial because she lives in a hey, brownstone. You, She's got, you know, like 30. <laughs> you really have it out for this commercial. In the cast. Is that a real bleeding, one? Is that uh, it? Uh, yeah, it's, like you, you know, it's like you can, you can, if you're on this drug, you know, you can live in a, you know, like a million dollar brownstone in New York City, have 15 girlfriends that look just like you. Hell yeah. Dress just like you and go to the, you know, Taylor Swift concert. Like, yeah, that's, that's going to be real tough for you. I'm sorry. No. Real tough for you to live up to the mark, the marketing department's expectations. But <laughs> if you would like to buy, like, you know, like live somewhere where you could buy like a $20,000, like, I don't know, like deluxe camper <laughs> and just like lit, like live a little bit different for a little while. Like not all, not forever. I'm not saying that, but it's like start thinking about buying things that have value that are last. Like, how do you enter the marketplace? I think we've because that's like my that's what my parents are hopeless like, to join a marketplace. I don't feel like they feel like they can join the marketplace because it's so over. It's like well, ridiculously it overpriced. They wanna, again, they want to join the marketplace of you know the Amazon Prime commercials and like pharmaceutical commercials where everybody's just rolling they want to join the yeah they got to leave california my kids have to leave california if they want to have like financial home ownership like that dream that dream doesn't exist for kids in california i don't believe just doesn't there's nothing yeah like you can't buy a condo for 450 in california well in my dream the dream is that they can when they're 45 maybe or 50 yeah. I know I have two friends that have purchased My homes parents. recently and they're in their 30s still to shoot on your point. But anyway, keep going. Oh, okay. So well, my good. parents, my parents. Awesome my, what are you doing, Manny? <laughs> what do, what do you mean? <laughs> so my, my my dad and my my dad and my mom, when they were married, they bought their first house. It was like six thousand dollars. And it was wow, that's so cheap. I know. It was, but guess what? It was also a kind of a shithole. <laughs> yeah. It was a shack. It was a rundown shack. Yeah, it was not nice. It was nineteen, right. you know, sixty-eight or whatever the hell. It was not nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like things were crooked. <laughs> like there was no central air. There was no cent- if there were. There might have been. There might have been like a boiler. It's like a. There was like a sump. Like for it was like a sump pump in the basement that would like scare the shit out of me because it would just go off at night. You know, like. <laughs> It was like, uh, like mon- it was like it was like the monster house, like you know, like there was a furnace, and it was just not, you know, like my dad was always having to fix stuff, like it was not, and he had to like teach himself how to fix stuff, like he was that was his that was like he was all about that stuff, he loved it, but like it helps build he'd character. Be up, he'd be up on the like he, like yes, you yes, if you would like a house that you will never have to do a goddamn thing on. It's going to cost you half a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. If you would like a house that, well, you're going to have to learn some stuff. You have to pick up a hammer. 
Yeah. You're going to have to get a saw. You're going to have to sweat a little bit. Maybe you can, you could probably enter the marketplace for, you know, $100,000, $150,000. Now, now when you take selfies of yourself in front of this house, it may not impress your friends. Right. And it may not be Instagrammable. So I just, right. made that but yeah. no, I think like, that's been made it. But if you have a little bit of, you know, smarts about you, maybe you sell that $100,000 house for $150,000. And move it to something better. But I was and saying, par- and you parlay that. It's about, it's like parlay something, like parlay a skill. Yeah. Like parlay knowledge, parlay it into something else. But if you would like to have instant, beautiful house, like all, you know, like all your fake people you follow on Instagram, you know, then yeah, it's going to cost you 500 grand. But I get my, you know, like my parents' house was really cheap and it was also Mm -hmm. really cheap, really cheap. Both in quality and appearance. He was working on it nonstop, like every weekend, but you know, 20 years later he sold it and then he bought it and he brought and built himself a new house. So like that's, it was not like, yeah, I guess, it, you know, maybe that generation was luckier, but it was not fun. Like it's not fun putting up your own fence. Like I'd yeah. never had to put up, like I just pay somebody to put up a fence. Like, and it's not yeah. cheap. Maybe that's why you, like, that's why your dad worked so hard so that you, you wouldn't have put to up put up fence. your own fence. It's yeah. like, no, he, ra- he ran so you could walk. Exactly. Yeah, I, think, I think he was actually very frustrated because he realized that like he put up his own fence. Uh-huh. No, it, no, he was different. He was like pissed that I didn't help put up the fence enough. Like <laughs> you just grateful like, bastard. All that I did for you. You wouldn't even help me stay with a leveler. I, know, I was just like, yeah. I was like, I'm seven. <laughs> Like, oh my I, god! I'm tired. That's no excuse. Yeah, really. I was like, I'm tired. How that excuse doesn't like, work on an immigrant. You just want to play with your toys, like, yeah. I got. I, I, I kind of do want to play with my toys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he was real. He was pissed because he was like, he. I think he kind of realized, you know, that like, yeah, Move. my son's my son's gonna grow up and he's gonna pay someone to put up a fence. He's like, I could already see it in his eyes. You really do have to instill hard work as a core value young. And that's hard to do in today's society because, you know, like you, it's, I have a son. I just want my kids to know that they might have to work really hard. I mean. Don't plan on working really hard. Plan on working smart and not working really hard. But just know that you might have to work really, really hard. And it's like. Yeah. My kid's dad, they they would probably say he's an asshole, but like he had this landscaping thing. And I, I mean, I don't have anything nice to say about him ever, but he had rocks, like river rocks. And my son will tell you that that motherfucker made him move those rocks like almost seasonally. Like I want him in the backyard now. So Dana would have to like load up all the rocks, move them to the backyard, backyard to the front yard. Oh, I think they would be look better next to the trash can. Like these river rocks, Dana will tell you like, fuck those river rocks. <laughs> but yeah, my dad is the my hardest dad. working kid. Like he, everywhere he goes, anybody that he works for will say that he is like a heart, like he works hard. Like he just gives it all, you know? So I don't know. 
I don't know if my dad had a real strategy about it, but yeah, he definitely was like trying to punish me with. You know, not I, I say punish, but like, he was, he was definitely, definitely trying to like. He was instilling something in you, Chris. That's what he was doing. He was definitely trying to, yeah, beat me over the head with that message, like that, you know, like, like yeah. you should learn, you should know how to sharpen a chainsaw, and, like yes. do a tune up on a chainsaw. And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, Dad. I don't <laughs> like the things I'm learning now in high school. I don't think I'm gonna need to tune up a chainsaw and sharpen it. You know, sharpen the actual chainsaw link by link, but zombie. I don't apocalypse. think. I don't think so. <laughs> but now I'm kind of. I'm now. I'm really glad. It's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, exactly. I remember what like my, my dad. When my dad's, uh, he built a second house, but he built it in like the woods behind his first house. So we had a bunch of felled trees, and that was part of like I did a business when I was a kid where I would sell cords of firewood. Right. But I had to like cut, like they just felled the trees. They were just like whole, like giant trees, like really big trees. And uh, it was like, well, you got to like get a chainsaw running. You got to be able to run a chainsaw and you got to cut it. And then you got to split it all. And I remember like, I remember like one day I was out there and I was like, I was, I don't know, I was like middle school and I was running a chainsaw by myself. And this is not in the woods. It was in like a suburban neighborhood. Uh, but like, I was running a chainsaw by myself and I fell and it almost hit my leg. Like I was like, whew. <laughs> and I think back now, I was like, man, that, yeah, my dad was like, he was like, here's the chainsaw. Like it was like not under lock and key. Like he was like teaching me, <laughs> here's how you mix the fuel because you have to put like gas and oil together. That's how you, you know, whatever right. you call that. I was like, there it is. Like that's how you turn. Like this is how you do it all by yourself. Yeah. I remember one day I fell down. I was like on these logs and I was like cutting it. I was by myself because I was like, you know, he wasn't around. I was like, I got to do this so I can have firewood to sell this weekend. And yeah, I fell backwards and I was like, I almost cut my leg off. You could have become a gimp, man. Mm -hmm. Fuck. But I mean, these are things like if you have kids, like teach them how to change the oil, teach them how to change the tire, teach them how to to be a gimp. I think, and this is, I think, a story as old as time. I think he had a hard time translating what he went through because he was like getting water out of a well. Right. Yeah. Like there's like there's like an old story where he like a kid fell down the well and he saved the kid or something. Like, wow. Yeah. That's what he grew up like kids falling in wells, you know. Right. And not just yeah. some baby, you know, running onto a construction site in America, like yeah. you know, like a well, well, like a you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think he had a hard time translating like that to the 1980s. Mm-hmm. So he was just always trying to make me fix things in the car or replace a tire or clean spark plugs or run a chainsaw. And I have the same issue today, like trying to translate that to my kid. Cause he's just like, you know, like what I got to do, like make the pat, make the iPad password harder to figure out. Like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> You know, like yeah. make the make the Amazon Fire Stick password key code a little harder, like, and it's like I can't even. It's hard for me because it's like I can't have him fix the car because I don't know how to fix a car because our cars are just full of chips and electronics and like, yeah, you know, like you have to have a like, you know, you have to be, you you try to clean your own spark plugs and you break your warranty. 
you had a hundred thousand right. dollar power powertrain warranty and you broke it by totally. trying to clean your own by trying to train uh, teach your son how to clean a spark plug. Yeah. So you just got to teach him how to clean guns, fish. <laughs> yeah, uh, and hunt. Or just like yell yell a lot. How yeah. to bait a hook. Like, Yell, Not yell like, a lot like make your wife happy sneak attack you know, those things too sneak attack them when they come out of the bathroom <laughs> how to make pancakes like get be ready you gotta be ready for anything <laughs> yeah like uh what was that was it what was the guy's what was the guy's name on uh the pink panther movies the guy that he he would pay Clouseau? to attack yeah that was it that was the inspector Clouseau, but he would he paid koto or oh i'm not sure he paid an Asian, a Chinese man, to attack him out of the blue. <laughs> Ace Man has mentioned this a few times, like because yeah, he was uh, he wanted his uh, you know, it's a joke character, but he wanted his Cato. Cato, uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Cato, Kate, like Cato, Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, speaking his, of his, the uh, Ace Man, is so fine tuned that he paid like a Chinese man to attack him with karate. Speaking of the Ace Man, uh, we had an Ace Man Tim Pool like meeting of the minds this week. Your guy, yeah, and your guy, as both your guys, disappointing. It was like when Adam Crowley was on the 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 show, The Mass Singer, for me. (laughs) Disappointing, like just or what? What was it? Yeah, like damn, you didn't like his appearance on there, uh, Chris. I didn't like it because I think. Well, I know that Tim Pool, uh, you know, I don't think he has a lot of reverence for a lot of people, but in the podcasting space, I've heard him mention Adam Kroll a couple times, like getting him as a guest, like, and he's just like, oh, uh, oh, yeah, like, kind of as nerdy as he is, he's just like, oh, yeah, he's like the godfather of pot, like, he's like the original, like, yeah. He I mean, listened to a, him as a kid, he said. Yeah, he was show, like, yeah, that which, was a good, that was yeah. a really, so... It was weird that Tim didn't bring that up at first. He mm-hmm. brought it up at the end, which is I which yeah, like that's you a can't be like, thing. oh I fangirl yeah, like, over you. Yeah, though, he that's right? definitely a Tim Pole movie. He's definitely not gonna fanboy out at first, but he'll let him know, like, yeah, listen to all the time, like at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then because that would have that would have helped Adam because Adam would have realized, like, because Adam was kind of I felt like Adam was kind of um a little intimidated. Cause I think Tim pool's reputation is that he's like kind of a, almost like a Gentile Ben Shapiro type where he knows a lot. He talks real fast. He can really come at you hard and fast. I felt like Adam really respected that. Like it, it felt mm-hmm. like for the yeah, first he, he time, said it a couple that, times. Like, people yeah. don't have bigger thoughts than him. I think Adam has big thoughts. I think he thinks a lot, but Tim pool. And I don't listen to him. I've listened to a couple episodes that you sent over but he just seemed to have like, like bigger thoughts, right? And Adam so, just seemed yeah. like shut up and listen. Like he he respected that, which I thought was great. I was happy about that. Adam was also on, and I'll say I've been listening to I listened to Megan Kelly's podcast maybe once or twice a week. Okay. Um, and he was on Megan Kelly's podcast today, okay. and he was a total passenger so far. Okay, I'll have to send me a link. There were parts where I was like is he still on? Like, is he still there in this conversation? Cause I didn't, I was listening to it, not watching it. Okay. Um, but I was like, is he still there? Cause he would just not, cause she talks like she talks and yeah. It's kinda, like, like- <laughs> yeah. Well, she, she's just kind of like, no, I'm talking. She's, you know, she kind of takes charge. Yeah. 
she's just like, I'm talking, I'm going to keep on talking and I'm not going to like pause to let well, I mean, it's her show. Again. So, <laughs> her show or not. She's very, you know, she's just, yeah, you know, just com- neutral, confident, you know, just, I'm going to keep talking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's kind of a, a little bit of a passenger on that show. Um, but did get his, but I think it's, it's different because he brings, she's more of like a facts recite articles, recite, recite books, recite authors, like name authors. And he's more of like a gut analogy comedic guy. So yeah, when, when the, her show kind of turned into that, where he could kind of riff and joke, then it it was better. But at first when she was just like rapid fire, saying things, stating facts, things that happened, he was just kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He was just kind of listening. So yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see Adam on Temple, but also like it's a little bit different. Like Adam, he I think he's getting better at it. And I don't like I, I love the guy, obviously, but it's like he gets on these shows where like those guys, like Tim Pool, that show, they're 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 cool, but they're all nerds. Like they're all like, yeah. like internet nerds that are online and like reading stuff opinion all the time like they're obsessed with like internet opinion you know so when adam comes on there with his like gut analogies that he's been saying for years like it's not they're not wrong yeah but they don't do that they're talking about today the secretary of state said this and that and this and this 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 today the budget passed this and this and this for ukraine like they're more like yeah. Like more factual based. Yeah. Not not wrong, but just diff- just very different. So it's kind of it's kind of hard for those to come together. I think Adam takes you know, I think that people like maybe Temple, I don't know, but I think that they get their information from different sources. I think Adam is very much still getting his source his information from the main sources. DMZ. And then he's going with his gut based on what MSNBC, Fox and CNN, like he's like taking it all in and then giving what he yeah. feels is the opinion. I don't think he's yeah. getting to like, he's not on Substack reading articles and you know, whatever. Well, I like, I like that. I like the two together. Yeah. But they are. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a good, that's a good way to describe. They're very different. Yeah. Like, Adam is just going with gut experience right. time on this earth. And some of like the temple people, they're like, you know, like they're in the thirties, like early thirties, even it's like right. they're going on less experience and more just reading, right. reading, 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 you know, well, reading, I appreciate Adam stuff. being respectful. Like, I, I mean, I liked it. I like, I mean, maybe there'll be some crossover, you know? Yeah. I right. think Adam was a little bit, a little bit maybe not willing to go into his usual things because Tim Pool's kind of the <laughs> kind of guy to be like, well, hold, what, what? No, yeah. No. Well, technically, you know, like actually, he's like, actually, you know, like he was yeah. way less verbal in that interview um, yeah. than I've ever. Yeah, seen they were him. they were both kind of, uh, yeah, feeling Respectful. each other out. I guess, yeah, mutual respect. Um, maybe what's up? Yeah, I think just from watching Tim and the couple times that like Adam Kroll has come up on his show, like there's definitely like, well, that's does it. Tim pool ever talk about Ron DeSantis lady boots? Yes. What? He does. 
You know who you know who also talks about his lady boots? Ronda lady. Santa, Ron DeSantis. Is that his kink? He likes to talk about uh lady boots. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going on with him. Obviously, his campaign is dead. Like it's like That's a so it's like a flailing fish on the dock just yeah. running out of oxygen, but like yeah, he himself keeps bringing up the boot thing on his own like even when he's in an interview where they're not bringing it up he brings it up somehow he said he like he was in an interview today where he was like you know if donald trump has the balls to join a debate i'll wear a boot on my head it's like boot why are you talking about boots man you just got caught wearing lifts in your boots why do you want to say the word boot he Who's gets telling you to paid. do this? It, like I said something. I, I, I commented today somewhere like, is this, are these his natural instincts? No, dude, it's a about uh, boots or hold on, does I, he have advisors that are sabotaging him? I have a line. I know what it is. He has a, a oh, not a campaign. He has a sponsorship deal with Stetson and he has to drop, Maybe. say boot as many words, as many times as possible. Oh, okay. So yeah. So Adam, where he was got really good today on Megan Kelly and like kind of because she's like looking at things from like a very normie perspective, right? He got into the whole like I don't need to know about lifts. All I know is he's the governor from Florida and he's wearing boots and a suit. So Adam <laughs> is just like the only dudes that wear boots are guys that need to add a couple inches to their height or like are conscious about that. You know, like he's like. I don't wear boots. I'm six two, six, whatever he is. And he's like Danny Bonaducci wore boots every day <laughs> in Los Angeles. And he went on a riff about how boots are just uncomfortable. And like, why would you wear why would anyone wear boots? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe yeah. you're a cowboy. Okay. Yeah. Like you can't wear, you know, shoes are gonna fall apart in a in a couple months. You know, you need to wear boots that are gonna last years, but like, like, why would a modern politician living in a nice house, Florida, like not Texas. Want, want to wear uncomfortable Florida. boots? So Adam, <laughs> Adam's whole point was, I, I don't care about the videos. I don't care about the pictures. I don't care about him walking weird. As Megan Kelly would say, she said she was like, she's like, I do have to admit that he's walking like a woman that's learning how to. Walk. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like it's hard. Other, like you're being hurt. Yeah, I've seen it. Like you're like you're not walking heel to toe. You're I have walked. You're placing your foot down. Grossest places because I have to take my shoes off. Like I, I would rather catch stars. You're walking like you're. (laughs) It's like a walk where you're you're not walking. You're placing your foot down in front of the other. You're placing it down. And there's a video of Ron DeSantis walking across the stage where he is clearly, he's either an alien, or he's (laughs) no, he's. He's the guy from. He's, he's a bipod. The, like, the, he's got like the, cow feet, yeah. cow legs, or something. Yes, that guy with this like half horse, half man, or whatever. Yeah, you all know him. Centaur. You know yeah. him from all the sci-fi. That's the way he walks. And his last name, Decentes, is just like a front. His actual name is Decentaur. Yeah, like, like backwards <laughs> knees, like the guy, the guys from that that Charlie Sheen movie, The Arrival. You ever seen that? Yes. I yeah, with the freaky I aliens. Mean, I love that movie. I love that movie. Anyway, so Ron DeSantis is an alien, is what you're saying. I gotcha. Either that, or he's put got lifts in his boots, and then he keeps bringing up boots himself. It's not the way that always happens, though. Like if you're like guilty of something, you're like, oh, 
I need to divert. Let's talk about boots. Yeah. <laughs> not me. It's like, I'm oh, sorry. I'm not going to fall. I will never talk about the things that really bother me about myself. <laughs> because that's not your way, Christopher. No, no. I feel bad for him. I mean, it's hard to. Yeah, I, I, feel- mean, I don't know. I just be a short man. I mean, Ross Perot did fine. He was a little tiny baby. But that was Ross Perot's time. <laughs> What the, the conclusion was like, it's not a big deal, but it is a kind of an inner look on how this person sees themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Themself, themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Themselves. I don't know what the word it, is. Not a lot of confidence in a man who's wearing a lip. Or like, you got a lot of confidence, just not in this area. Like, or just like, there's just a little, like, you know, like, like there's every, a man, tiny every man, every man, every, every dude uh, does that. Like even like the the muscle like the guy that's a weightlifter in the gym, mm-hmm. yeah, is like my pectoral regular muscle is a little bit smaller than that guy's. Like yeah, know. calf muscles, calf muscles, yeah, like get my the dudes ca- all like the time. The muscle mm-hmm. on calf the side take a yeah. strong dude down. The Please. weird little three inch muscle like on the side of my ankle is not like on that guy. It's protruding. It's not on mine. I'm not going to say anything, of course, but like you know. I'll just let it yeah. gnaw at me from the inside, little by little. I'm gonna research and like, how do I make that muscle on my leg? Need to be, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. But like every, you know, you understand it. So it's not, it's not like condemning, but it's like when you're running for president, that kind of stuff matters. And if you right. didn't know yes. that, like I'm 51, I know that I've never run I'm for president right now, but I know he should that should not be running for president, and that's his biggest yeah. problem. So, however, society wants to drag that little motherfucker. He deserves every bit of drag that he's getting, in my opinion. Somebody he is or some trying group. to split some bullshit. He yeah. shouldn't even wait. Wait, you're young. Four more years is nothing. Like ever, the world was idolizing you for your COVID. Oh, I'm not gonna make my people wear masks. Oh, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not locking down. Let the world love you yeah. and then run. Don't run against the person that people think are gonna save them. Like it's a waste of our time. Yeah, really. I I do. I'm a little. I lean a little bit (laughs) sympathetic because like people, people convinced him that it was his time. That this was the time. That this was the all the things were coming together. That yes, there are some negatives. Yes, it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's a little. But no. But it's the time. Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, okay, and maybe that's those are his instincts. Were like, yeah, you know, you're right. It is my time. What if this was just hey, to like? Let's like, go get some let boots. Let me lace my high heels. Let's up go get some boots. Damn it! Streets. Next stop, Justin Boots. I think that's what this was. It's just a way to humiliate him so that he doesn't have any future opportunities to run again. So you know, in case of every now and then, on Tim, yeah, Tim Pool like will joke around that like it's like that. Ronda Santos's campaign team is all like former MAGA, and they're still MAGA, right? Because they're just. They're just sabotaging him left and right. Like the real, like in politics, like, yeah, like, well, I don't know, because Donald Trump flipped, he turned everything upside down. He totally changed it because before Trump, if someone brought up a weakness of yours, you never talk about it. (laughs) You have a, you have a couple lines. If someone, if like Barbara Walters asks you, you have like pre-prepared lines to respond to it, but you never bring it up on, you never bring it up. 
But Donald Tom Trump, Cruise has been five foot two the entirety of his existence, yeah. and no one talks about it. Well, he's, like he's the well, tiniest he's, man in the planet. Well, he's damn near never never going to bring it up, or he's his no. team's never going to let him wear lifted cowboy boots. I'll, I'll tell you that. Never. His team's going to make sure he's always with midgets. Yeah, you know, like that's how they roll. <laughs> and that's how Ron DeSantis needs to get Tom Cruise's team on board. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Donald he needs Trump, Nicole Kidman, to roll up next to him. Donald Trump did every did. <laughs> Did he did things different and he convinced a lot of dudes that they could do things different too? Because Donald Trump, when, when, uh, when what's his name, Dumbo, uh, Senator Dumbo, Rubio, oh, from, big, big ears, yeah. big ears, <laughs> sweaty, Rubio. sweaty brow. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 sweaty, yeah, Mark, Mark from Rubio New Jersey, from New Jersey. No, I'm talking about Mark Rubio from California who ran for yeah. president and Trump destroyed him because he was sweating. <laughs> Because during the debate, he was like sweating and drinking water a lot, and just trying. Oh, and, but then, uh, was it but, Christie? No, Marco Rubio. Oh, Marco. Oh, my bad. He's a younger Cuban American senator from Florida now, but he ran. Right, right, right. And he he tried some bullshit where he was like, he started making jokes about Trump's hands being small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what does what does Trump do in the next debate? He's like, look at these hands. They look, and his hands. I think his hands are kind of small, but, it, but he was like, look at these hands. They're they're perfectly average. And he was like, he brought up that uh-huh. he brought up he brought up the thing that they were using. That's to what DeSantis him. is trying to do with the boot yeah, on his head. I'm sorry, He's but you don't got it. You don't got it. I'm sorry. You can hate Trump all you want, but you got to admit that there's something about him where he can kind of flip There's things boot on, on your you. head, bro. He can, just, he can just flip things on you. He's got you. Like he love like, that. For I don't. Him. I mean. You just want that on your team, but if that's if he's on the other team, you're just like, man, I fucking hate that guy. He's a cheater, <laughs> you know. But if he's on your team, you're just like, I'm really glad he's on my team because that guy, like, you can come at him and he'll just flip it on you. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can see it happening. You're just like, oh, he's just flipping it on him. Like he he's he's actually the guy attacking him is right, but he is just flipping it on him. In real time, like, <laughs> and making the guy that's right look like a dipshit, like, right or wrong, man, you can't, you got to admit that's a, that's a special power. Yeah. We love him for that though. Right. <laughs> it's like Charlie, like Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I don't know why that, but I think your trucker hat is like making me think about Charlie Sheen, but like they, like of all things, huh? he did, he did abhorrent things and everybody's just like, Yeah. Fucking monkey blood, yeah. Tiger blood. Yeah, t- <laughs> monkey blood. Everybody monkey thought it was blood. funny. I was like, yeah, like I kind of like yeah. Charlie Sheen still. Like, why do I like Charlie Sheen still? Like, he's saying terrible things about people. Like, because we're a country that celebrates celebrity, like they're a royalty. We're a mess. This country is like. I think we're a, we're we're a species that celebrates people that find a way to just kick conformity in the nuts <laughs> you know we're i i'm not i'm not joking like we're you're a species not wrong like, you're not like wrong. a I mean, it's kind of like a why andy warhol is popular you know like just because mm. he just took he was just like here's your conformity i'm gonna bang it yeah i guess it's don't go down that rabbit hole <laughs> i'm gonna paint it as a rodeo clown or whatever the hell i'm gonna you know i'm just gonna just like just stomp all over it right yeah so yeah 
I don't know what we're talking about. Are we talking about Gavin Newsom, uh, the basketball oh player? I've been watching that clip so many times over and it. over and over. It. I'm not sure if I, what I like better, like him just mowing down some poor Chinese kid and breaking his ankle, because I do believe he hurt the kid seriously. I think that kid right now, oh. is, well, it's hard to say whether the Chinese government was like, we're going to, we're going to like repair this kid's ankle and knee that, that Gavin Newsom just shattered, or if we're just going to throw him in a ditch. <laughs> We're going to feed him to the Uyghurs. Like <laughs> that, the, that video of him wrecking the kid. Mm-hmm. Cause that kid was in pain. Cause I, you see I, the way. That was like, so fucked up the way he like launched him on top of himself. and was like, you're okay, buddy. I've you're seen okay. a lot of, tried to I've seen it, a yeah. lot. I've seen a lot, of, I've seen a lot of sports injuries in my life. And that kid definitely got hurt. Like he either got an ankle destroyed or, or his knee. <laughs> Do you think the, the way, the way the hunt, like the 200 pound man, Right, the seventy yeah. pound boy, and like that basketball material is like a little bit of, like it's like a little bit edge, it's like you know that footing that they're on. It's like that turf. Like if it had been like gravel, maybe a little bit more slide. But the way he hit him on that, like his feet stuck, and he like hit that kid you know until you know he I'll took say, him down. There's two things going on. First of all, he was having sunshine shoved up his ass on that trip like he had just he had all these chinese people like in chinese like he couldn't even understand what they're saying but apparently they're like kissing his ass like oh i love you you're the best they seem as beautiful right Uh, you're the best Uh, i was going into an italian accent for the chinese people yeah like he's just like has all because they're paying people like crowds of chinese people to clap come worship yeah, you know they're clapping for Gavin Newsom, so he felt like like a baller. He's just like, oh, I'm gonna fucking dunk this ball. He's like, this is what it'd be like to be president. And for a split <laughs> second, for a split second, he forgot that there's like five or six tiny children on this court too, and he ran <laughs> one over. That was my favorite part. It's like he was full of confidence, and he was like, he was like, he was like dribbling between his legs, like doing like fucking uh, Kyrie Irving's spin move. Can just, we show it just without getting kicked off the internet? Can we show that or we get kicked off just, YouTube? He obliterated this kid. It's so good. But that's I'll look the, for some video. Hold on. That's the be- that's that's one side of the glory of this. The second side is how I don't think that was him falling down the stairs at the airport. Who? I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't think that was him. Shut you up. You think that was who? Shut up and delete that part. <laughs> I don't you ruined this whole episode. No, but the best part of the him wrecking the Chinese kid is like, and I want you to really imagine that right after he wrecked this kid and like wrecked his leg, maybe his, and like took his hip out of socket, he picked the little kid up like a rag doll and was petting him like laid my, him over his belly, like my yeah. six year old girls pet their lovies, like a, like they're like their little fluffy teddy bear or whatever, just like he just picked this guy up like a rag doll was like, ah, and then started smacking him, like rubbing him. And this kid's like, you know, just had his like leg ripped out of the socket. A little chubby, broken ankle. But yeah, that was like the last, like the last second and a half of that video was him just like, instead of like being like, oh my God, son, are you hurt? I'm so sorry. Like, where's this kid's yeah. parents? He just like yanked the kid up like a rag doll and started like stroking him like a, <laughs> It, it like picture a silverback gorilla after he kills a squirrel, like cuddling the squirrel, <laughs> like pet, like, 
Like being like, are you okay, squirrel? Wake up, squirrel. <laughs> he treated, he picked him up like a rag doll. He picked him up like a rag doll, like he wasn't even a human child. All right, hold on. Do I you got think the video. That, do you think that Gavin Newsom would ever pick up his own injured child like that? No, no. his kids are being coddled by the Secret Service. They want to even get out of their cars to go to fucking school. Man, I just hate these people. Look at everybody clap. Yeah. Look at like even in Cloma like, clapping. Everybody clapping, clapping. Look at you. Yeah. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> it oh, kind of it does look like he lands on his leg, like kind of folds over. He's and like, he's like, he's like you're okay. Legs. You're okay. You're okay. Oh yeah, fine. grabs him in. Like right, like right there. It kind right of looks there, like it right falls there. over <laughs> and falls. Lawrence, on that's it. a Lawrence Taylor type injury right there. He's like, I got he's, you. He's balling. He's crying. He's crying. He's in pain. Yeah, he's trying to play it off. He, oh, damn it. Why'd you have to go? He, he looked like he was trying to laugh it off, that little kid. He's in on it. He's getting paid, too. Yeah. He's like, my family. Well, <laughs> like, son, this is going to make our family rich, so yeah, just take like, this my fall. family, like, they're they're holding my family hostage. We're going right to the French Laundry, bitches. I was, told, <laughs> I was told that even if you roll me over, like, to take the charging penalty, you know. This reminds <laughs> me of a time when I worked in a warehouse in my early 20s. <laughs> And I had a supervisor. His name was Tyler. Uh huh. And he actually got me the job. But in this warehouse, we had a basketball hoop, so we'd play basketball sometimes. And and there was one night, one day, like he was like he, you know, like he tried to play, like you know, he wanted to like go. All right. So I did like my spin move with an elbow out, and I cracked him like right in the right in the front, <laughs> chipped his front tooth with my elbow. <laughs> and he was like, "You chipped my tooth." And he's my boss at the time too, and I was like, it was just a real awkward situation. Damn, bro! <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. You're so aggressive. Yeah, it's weird, Christopher. Stories all lead back to. But I was like, I don't know what toxic like, masculinity. My first, I was like, man, I don't, I don't have the money to pay for that. I'm not sure how much it costs, but it's more than I got. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say that. Uh, why'd you stick your face down there? <laughs> Gavin did with that little Asian kid. He's like, yeah, he's Why like, are you so yeah, Chinese? Yeah, but he was like, he was feeling real confident and like did a move that he did when he was 20, but he realized mm-hmm. he's like 50. Because I, like, I can't do it me, anymore. Trust me, <laughs> I've eaten it on a scooter in the oh, that's right. 12 months oh, where I was like, yeah. I can do this. Absolutely. Almost, it, this might be the anniversary of you falling on the scooter. Like, if we went back be. to the tapes, it was about this might time. actually be the the anniversary I can almost I can almost picture the color of the grass it was starting to brown a little <laughs> bit as I was like going tumbling over but like yeah I'm I, I'm there I'm like I realize like where I'm just like I'm gonna pull this move that I did when I was 20 but it's like I'm 50 and one of my yeah. legs doesn't move the way it used to move and now I'm now I'm falling down on a child yes or now I'm gonna get hurt <laughs> He wrecked that kid. I love it. He did. He You're did. saying it wasn't him that felt, damn it. No, it was him. I don't him. think it was him. No. Some of the comments are like, that's not Gavin. That's not, and why would Gavin be carrying his own luggage also? Because that. he wants to show he's a man of the people. I have all the answers. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, he's carrying his own luggage. Oh, he's such a common guy. He's such a common, <laughs> he's such a common man getting off a private jet. <laughs> Knocking over kids with cameras with cameras on him, filming how filming how 
I know I sent that earlier in the week, and then when Robbie sent it, I looked at it again. I was like, "Here we go." No, he went on hard because, like, they were comparing him to Joe Biden, but yeah, it was all of Joe Biden's falls in one because he went down like twenty stairs, and I feel like like, he's still going. That's what I said. I want to see one of those meme videos where Gavin Newsom sliding down the stairs, but then he keeps for eternity. And he's like, no one wishes that more than me. He's sliding down the Himalayas, you know, he's sliding down the Great Ch- uh, Wall of China. I was going to say the Great Chal of Wina, but I fi- I corrected it. I think you've had corrected. too much to drink. I yeah, corrected myself. that was good. You did good. I corrected myself and I noted the correction. <laughs> but like, and then like, and also to, to finish it off, it'd be like he slides down some stairs and knocks Hillary Clinton over. Hey, now. It's like that, that meme. In a perfect world. The meme or gif where Donald Trump hits a golf ball. Right. And then it hits Killer Clinton in the back of their head as she's tripping down some stairs. It's gold. It's gold. Well, it's funny that you bring up uh, Clinton because uh, when I was up in Oregon last weekend. Yeah, tell I, us all about your trip. I survived, you know, an encounter, a brief encounter with the Clinton. There was a uh, Clinton movie theater there. I evaded, I've, you know, avoided it at all costs. I was like, nope. I'm not- what were they doing? There? Yeah, there is. Are they having like a rally, like a. No, it's just called the Clinton. It's, it has no affiliation with that oh, family. No, it's like, oh, not yeah. like they're like shipping containers. Of... Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not a bunch of chicks in like Maoist uh, pantsuits. None that no. I saw. Maybe okay. they were there, but they were just and like short, maybe in hiding. Short hair, short haircuts, and and Mao-like pantsuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mandarin collars. Talking talking about democracy, talking about saving democracy for the people. I think they were there. Happy birthday to Manny too. You had a birthday birthday. and a trip. Yeah. So what was was the trip all about? Did you see some friends, some old friends, or what? Yeah, I crashed out at my friend's house. Shout out to Shaggy and his wife, uh, and their cat Schrody Schrodinger. Uh, It was a good time. It was no Scooby, no Scooby in there. No, no Scooby. No Fred, no Wilma. No, none of that. No, not a bird named uh, Daphne. Nothing. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, Oregon was weird. It wasn't that weird, you know. Uh, for all those people wondering, uh, you did know. you go to like Portland, like downtown area, or were you like? Yeah, uh, we hit up this place called the the Pearl. It was like this little downtown area where all the people congregate. You know, there were some businesses there, but because of COVID, you know, there's they're in what's called a, a restructuring phase, if I recall correctly. You know, a rebuild because of the because of the COVID. Yeah, you know, COVID, COVID came over here. It came over here, and you know, fucked everyone's shit up. So made everybody homeless. Yeah, made everyone homeless and crazy, and you know, so people are rebuilding. They're bouncing back. Uh, I hit up Burnside Skate Park because I just had to. the The skater and me just had to go and visit that real quick. There was a an event going on. I don't know what event, but you know, there's a an, a good amount of people. There was a DJ. There was you know, sports drinks because that's what you have at a skate park. Uh, I noticed that they painted it. It didn't look anything like I like it did in all the skate videos I've seen growing up. Like someone gave it a makeover. It was time. What kind like, of skateboard you, know, you got? I have two. What is it? I have a Kevin Romar Pro Deck right here. I don't know if you, you kind of. I can see it. Nice. Okay, it's like a freestyle board. Yeah, new school deck if you want to call it. Yeah, freestyle. 
Uh, I do have an old school one, but that's in the closet, and I'm not about to go out and get that because it's kind of buried mm-hmm. under a bunch of other stuff. Um, did a lot of eating because we didn't really go out that much. So my friends had just come back from a trip from Italy, Spain, and all, uh, all. I think they were in Bosnia and all sorts of other places. So, you know, we kind of kept it low key, hung out at the house. I, I hit up a local weed dispensary that was within walking distance. So I just kind of got stoned, watched some. Uh, some horror movies some my cat from hell we played some uh we hit up a local uh a local arcade called what was it quarter world played a lot of uh a lot of uh what was it pinball machines i'm huge into pinball if you don't know by the way nice yeah yeah, yeah. it seems like a guess. very retro portland thing you know like the pinball yeah. place yeah yeah dude you can get a good amount of uh games in if you play your your hands right literally you know just pay attention it could be there all night uh <laughs> I had an opportunity to, to, you know, sample some chicken paprikash, but I, I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll say this for another day. It was a, at mm-hmm. some local restaurant. They have a lot of weird uh, food offerings up there. You know, came across a lot of what is it, um, European, European offerings. So, I had this weird breakfast sandwich. It's not really a sandwich. It was more just like a, an open face sandwich is what it was. There you go, just a mm. toasted piece of bread. You know, some two over easy eggs, some bacon, some cheese, and some weird house-made ketchup. I don't know. Kind of feels like your next trip needs to be to visit your friend Quana so she can make you a proper breakfast. <laughs> What's there to do in Sacramento? Eat the food that I make you. I literally bro, you before yeah. the happy hour, I roasted a chicken to make soup tomorrow, and I pureed my vegetables. Like gonna be okay. fire tomorrow mm-hmm. going down uh, we're gonna have a feast before when i go up and visit yes come i'll feed you you got it mm. that's what i do i feed people that's a good idea i did see some weird i did see some weird things that i'm almost forgetting about so we hit up this local used bookstore uh local famous bookstore called powell's books uh they yes. sell a lot of new and used books well, that place uh, is the news i think yeah for what what they do or who they kill they were they either had a book on their book sh- on their for sale that uh-huh. the the freak nicks didn't like really they either, they either had a book they were selling a book that antifa didn't like right or, or they weren't selling a book that antifa did like either way antifa's ruffles uh, feathers were ruffled is what you're yeah. saying yeah word so i did find a book uh you can't really see it because fucking green screen anyway uh i had to use their facilities and i went to the restroom and i was so uncomfortable that their stalls aren't i guess they're retro stalls or back when people were shorter because i could see into my neighbor's (laughs) bathroom so i was like nah bro i'm not trying to see all that right now let me just uh, go into era uh, partitions yeah yes dude <laughs> and there was a substantial amount of gap in between like the doors and the hinges and everything like that i was like wow i gotta get it get out of here as quick as possible and before we had gotten into the palace we, there was a an individual walking in front of us and i don't know if it was a working girl or a sugar baby or whatnot but this young woman was dressed in the, the I don't know. Platform heels isn't the right isn't the right moniker for these because they were just like these absurd novelty sized platform heels is more like it. All right, and then a like skimpy crazy ass, stripper boots or something. 
Yeah, she looked like she, you know, she was uh, getting ready to go to work later that night because you know the outfit was hella skimpy. But don't really she... need good traction when you're working the pole. You know what I mean? Not worried I mean, about make... balance so much. It makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe even and... help, like kind of cantilever your, you know, like your weight of your body when you're up on the pole, maybe. Yeah, the only reason why I, I don't know, it's just I saw them inside the bookstore, so I was like, wait, is this just like a really slutty costume that she has on for Halloween because it was mm-hmm. Halloween weekend, or is you know she an actual sugar baby that's their date that they're going to is the bookstore? I don't know. It was weird. It was, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All in all, put, time. put put out easily or just not at all. Like it's just really hard to tell with those weirdos. Yeah. Also, before we even hit that store up, I forgot I'm doing this whole this whole day backwards. This was Saturday, by the way. We had hit up uh, the local Saturday market, their local farmers market or whatever. And at this farmers market, there was a lady sitting at a bench. She, you know, she kind of hobo adjacent vibes, but you know, she was there making her money you know selling her edibles she was just sitting there just casually edibles for any you know inquiring minds that wanted to get any i didn't just because i didn't know i wasn't trying to play fast fast and loose because i don't know what the fuck is in these edibles like what the dose is because she was white because i've definitely bought tamales out of the trunk of a car in a food max parking lot i recall you telling us that no 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 no. she was white she a white woman Big fat white woman. Uh, no, she was. I her ethnicity was. Uh, I think it's because she was kind of you know a little bit haggard. I couldn't tell what exactly oh. she was. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Judgy. I'm not judging her. This is you know how I how she looked. It's how you stay with a solid stomach. Hmm. Yeah, I. I I do have to admit, maybe living in those mean Portland streets, she's kind of has a more a tough uh, constitution, tougher constitution than we do. So I don't know. She's making edibles in a town where they sell edibles in the stores that are like super overpriced and bougie. She's like, here's my homemade edible. (laughs) I would like to offer up the possibility that she's stealing those things from a <laughs> reputable business and then selling them and saying she's made. either way like why are you so bougie with your edible purchases yeah you're, you're young it's okay. i didn't have i didn't have cash on me either at the time and i was i doubt that she uh, she was gonna take like paypal or venmo or anything like that you know all right mm-hmm. all right yeah, yeah. Imagine she br- brings up busts out the striped squares like I got you, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, she's like I got a square, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get this covered. It's very. Uh, it's just. It's so crazy to think that like there's nothing like that happening anywhere around me. Do you no. want that to be a thing? No. Okay. Like maybe maybe it happens in Austin, like somewhere, <laughs> but it's definitely not like a tourist attraction. Like I don't yeah. know what's right. Right, you know. It's like I like freedom. You know. But you know, freedom can be a little bit dangerous. Word. So you're saying that freedom comes with risk, huh? I got gotcha. you. Mm. Yeah, freedom oh, yeah. is risky, everybody. If I you learn anything we, for tonight's we, episode, is that we're the first humans to ever discover this? Be careful, everybody, with your freedom. I don't know. And, yeah, but yeah, freedom. Uh, freedom gets you like an airline pilot just whacked out on mushrooms, like just trying to kill you, just trying to kill you tomorrow. 
Like, Thankfully, we didn't come across any wacky airline pilots or attendants like, or staff that were trying to, you know, that were does putting there need our lives to be in danger. Like a shroom scanner, you know, some kind of, do they need to invent a device to make sure that airline pilots aren't, you know, microdosing? I was tempted no, to reach into the drug they bin. They are bringing their own urine. They they can do whatever <laughs> oh, they that's want. Right. That's what I'm work. telling you, motherfucker. Well, that's why I said I said Wild scanner. Ass. I said scanner. So you can't like nope. a, it's like a brain scanner. No, nope. they just bring it in. They don't even like my girlfriend brings back one. Like they don't they don't track the people with the badges. They're not going through the TSA. They Stop can bring blowing in up her spot, man. Urine forever. Just saying. They just have a She's urine scanner. Own urine. She would like her other flight attendants to also not be on drugs. She would like that to be the case. Yeah. No, that's happening. Everyone's on drugs, right. everybody. That's what we're learning. Well, somebody's got to be clean to have the clean urine. I mean, it's like somebody's got to be. Uh, yeah. They're kids. Know, kids. Willing, they're willing kids. to, you know, like compromise everyone's safety for a few bucks. Right. Or maybe, maybe they just, maybe they're just a conscientious objector and they give their urine away for free. <laughs> can't imagine yeah. that i would never ever no just kidding give away for all the time well janice joplin said crazy? freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose that's, that's us pretty, yeah, like, that's why we do what we want nothing left to lose it's an, it's an ideal to strive for but right yeah, yeah yeah but there's a lot of compromises along the way word and that's the human condition is like we make the, oh yeah everybody's just making all these different compromises all the time and it's impossible to regulate or predict or whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to think you know we'll wrap up soon but like this whole middle east conflict not that things were going well for joe biden right or the democrats and his re-election campaign but it has gone totally bad to worse like because now you got like you know, because the Democrat Party is just like a conglomeration of all these weird, maybe not weird, but just small niche causes, groups, whatever. Mm. But now he's got a bunch of them like hating him. So he's losing, you know, African-American voters. He's losing Latino voters. He's, you know, like people. That he's lost the, the middle class. The Muslim folks are just like, I hate this man. I don't know. He's a man without constituents. Or <laughs> there's no way. There's no way he's gonna run. There's no way. 2024 is gonna be so Gavin's coming in. Awesome. Stop it. Listen gonna... to me now. Listen to me now. I don't know how it's gonna work. Gavin's coming. 2024 is gonna be the best. I sincerely hope not. The best reality show that you've ever seen. Like just watching in real time week by I've day by day all. like hour by hour when they start swapping people out yeah you know, like and also like what if there's a possibility that <clears throat> there's a court that just basically says though the whole trump organization needs to dissolve like that's like that's going on right now like yeah. you sound very disappointed by that <laughs> it's not it's I'm not, it's more fascinating. It's really fascinating. Like, mm, okay. If you try to, I mean, obviously there's parts of me that I'm in it. So it's very, it makes me angry, frustrated, whatever, all right. kinds of things. But like, if you look at what's happening now from like 
try to imagine what people a thousand years from now are going to look at this period, you know, or, you know, or just not even that, like a hundred years from now. Right. You're just like, man, there's a lot of like wild stuff going on. Like a lot of. We have to assume uh, that it's going to be written in some places. It's not going to be just immediately erased. Imagine where are they going to write our story? Like online, they can immediately unplug it. Like somebody has to start writing our shit down in hard caves. They're going to be caves somewhere. It is. Yeah. And then the, yeah, nothing is. If you unplug, like it's over, like all of my pictures that I put on Facebook for a million years, like they're gone. It's That's why yeah, someone never... needs a someone needs to start a print the internet campaign. <laughs> yes, imagine no. how rich you would be. That's the platform we're going to run on. Yeah, it's kind of wild to think on Facebook. It's wild That's... to think about in a hundred years if all they have left are paper records. It's going to be New York Times, Washington Post, Washington oh, Journal, Boston Globe. It's going to be. Like That's the only thing they're going to have. Mark Wahlberg, Mark uh, Wahlberg, and all his chimp friends are going to be reading the LA Times. All his chimp. Thank God, Britney Spears' book will still be out about Justin Timberlake's small dick. Oh my! And God. books like that, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, not. Yeah, yeah. But then, you think of, <laughs> no. If you think about like if Britney Spears' book sold a million copies, how many were actually printed? You know, it's very relatively. Small I know so many people are listening on audiobook. Yeah. Yeah, no one's buying like an actual printed copy of it. I would, geez, I'd I'd venture yeah. to say ninety percent are digital. Mm-hmm. So then, once your phone dies, you don't have her book. Oh my god! That's you know, have ideas, the, you have memories. The cuts between now and next Friday. I love you guys. It's <laughs> so dramatic. Like, Reference librarians were like responsible for keeping all those the reference books, like the encyclopedias, dictionaries, like all like that stuff. The Dewey Decimal System, but like it's none gone. Of that is actually none of that is actually uh, printed anymore. So they are like digitally archiving it, but it's like you well, know, that needs yeah, electrons. Good luck with that. That needs electrons. Yeah. So Elon um, Musk said that we could uh, solarly run the world or our country at least with a hundred by a hundred of solar panels, like a hundred acres. I don't know what he said. Some number that seemed very feasible. Yeah. I, believe, I mean, uh, the, there are, I'm, I'm sure there are so many unrealized technological advancements that we could have, but there's just like humans. There's a lot of interest in humanity, like not to like, yeah money not to like enslaving us <laughs> to have to pay to keep our lights on yeah Just work keep grinding keep working 12 hours a day i mean if you're the ceo of exxon or a, an oil platform worker at exxon i mean do you really like do you really want like free clean energy like do you really want uh fission or whatever whatever you call it my only argument for not that really. is like you're not gonna be able to pay for your Harley. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to pay for your ranch or your F two fifty dually, you know, like if if all of a sudden there's like cheap, clean, free energy, like that kind of that would upset things. That would upset the balance of things. So. 
I get that, but there still will be need. There was, will still be a need for oil because there's still going to be machinery around. I mean, there's still going to be oil byproducts that are going to be needed. So it's not like we're just because, you know, these new uh, technologies to run on cleaner energy. That's not going to render oil completely obsolete. From your right. mouth to God's yeah. ears, buddy. Yeah, I think in the future, I think in the future, whatever we, whatever humans do, whatever investments we like in the future, we're going to just use less oil. We'll have like a lot more technologically advanced uh, power sources. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like if you listen to Tim cast at all, you'll hear one of the guys talk about graphene all the time, which is like the next generation of materials, building materials. Right. So if, if concrete and steel have like, you know, like the, you know, just steel, steel changed humanity. Like they're saying that like something like graphene will do the same thing because it's, uh, it's made just from carbon. Mm -hmm. And I guess they figured out a way to, I mean, think about like a bulletproof vest and like Kevlar, they just make these thin layers of fabric and they're just so thin, but strong. And then you, you couple them together, they stop a bullet. You know, right. they're making graphene that's made out of carbon. It's so thin. Um, so it can be like a structural thing. Mm -hmm. You build something out of it and it's cheap and you just pull the carbon from the atmosphere. So it like solves two problems. And it also is like an energy conductor of some kind. So yeah, you okay. can look it up. Like if you can look up like a, this was just on, like before I got on tonight, it was, they were talking about Timcast, like, um, there are batteries like cell phone batteries that have like a strip of graphene in it. Mm -hmm. And it's the difference between like plugging your phone in and it charges in an hour and with a graphene battery, not made out of graphene, but just graphene as a conductor, you know, your phone charges in five minutes or your car. So it's like, because one of the issues with electric cars is like, there's going to be a serious shortage of charging stations and it takes a while to charge. But there could be like this flip where it's like, oh no, it just your car charges in ten. Elon minutes. talked about that on uh he was on um Rogan this week. He talked about the yeah. cars. Yeah, we have to like, imagine like there's just like we're not done. Like we're not done. There are no still... I mean we might be. There might it might be halted. There might be a war to kind of stop everything and slow everything down. I mean, I think that originally we had started this conversation talking about like people need to be aware that things might be different. Like they might be different coming up. Like we might not have the same access and you might want to start thinking about ways to make your life, you know, livable without all of the access. Like you might not get your podcast, mm. you might need a book <laughs> to entertain yourself with. Feed those rabbits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have thought about that more like, um, having books you know? mm -hmm. yeah, yeah like you don't no one has like you go into uh i'm just thinking about how many books are in my house now versus how many books were when i was a kid i don't know if it's more or less you know I was, like digitally there's a tons more mm -hmm. yeah but, like physical books yeah i don't know I my daughter just switched to digital books and it's in my heart, I was like, she bought a little Kindle and she's like so cute. And like she's putting little stickers on it. And in my heart, I kind of felt like, uh, you know, yeah, like the end uh, of that. It's the end of like going to the library. It's the end of that smell. It's the end of 
there's a poem there's a poet named e.e e. cummings mm-hmm. and a line in one of his poems is that uh was it progress is a comfortable disease and i read that when i was probably 18 19 and it that that had a great impact on me because i thought about that i was like yeah it's just all these things that are just make us more comfortable like because it is your, your daughter's your daughter's making a decision that's like it is way more efficient for me cheaper. like my my intake my it's cheaper it's mm-hmm. more efficient my intake of knowledge like i'll give be able to get more learning content whatever this way yeah but at the same but you're all you know there's a trade-off like yeah there the is more, and the i don't think they don't even know the trade-off it. because it's just we're being reality. distracted by it she has no idea that there's a trade-off she's just like i can I read that- more books like this she's like mom this book is like a dollar 99 in the store it's like you know like she's like so jazzed that like she gets to just read more books and yeah, i think that um i think and hope that there will that a generation is coming up because it's just a, it's a cycle that does start thinking a lot more about that. Yeah. You know, they start thinking a lot less about buying the latest model of this or having a house like the people have in the movies and the commercials and all the sitcoms. Everybody's living in a, you know, you know, yeah, decked out modern place in every show, you know, yeah. um, right. And thinking a lot more about, you know, can I build something? Can I build a box? Like, can I, grow, can I grow something? You know, like, uh, can I, you know, like it's going to require. Can a I permit. cook without power? Like, yeah. What if can I, I buy this fire? thing? Like, what if I buy like this dollar ninety nine thing of seeds at Walmart? And like, could I yes, grow like an entire seeds. year Everyone's of carrots? Like, <laughs> yeah. like could I turn this two dollars into a, like fifty years of sweet potatoes? Like, just endless supply of food. Like, right. Thinking more about that kind of stuff. Thinking more about. Because they're going to be seeing, they're seeing the videos too of like all the people complaining and so, so they're also they're not, they're probably thinking like, oh, I'd like to not be in that position where I'm complaining about not being able to do this or that or that or this. So, right. Uh, it's been nice talking to y'all. I'm gonna go start a fire. It's been great talking guys. to y'all. Happy it's Friday. Been, yeah, happy Friday. It's good to be back. Let's have a week of doing what we want. Happy Hell birthday, yeah. mall man. That Thank you. Around the sun. Hell yeah! Except you for my, for except for my son, my son needs to stop doing whatever he wants. Tell you what, yeah, I know. He's taking years <laughs> off my life. His, he's living by my creed, my motto. A little too and, much, and just you know, just like just taking taking ripping pages out of my calendar. That La Vida Loca stings a little different when it's coming from the youth. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's quite. A, it's very, it's a very, it's a, it's a. It's a struggle. It's an internal struggle because it's like, yeah, yeah, go, you go. Well. Boy. <laughs> then he turns on me. It's like, oh man, damn it, what have I done? Should have built I a deeper know. bunker. Anyway. Trust me, I get it. Happy Friday, Thank- you guys. Yeah, take care. Thanks everybody for watching. See y'all next time. Get it on. Do what you want. Why'd you stick your face down there?